This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. Today, we've got uh, Josh Green, who is with Urbanize ATL. Uh, we're going to talk about what, what, uh, what's going on there. Um, Am I saying it right? Should, should I say Urbanize Atlanta or Urbanize ATL? I usually say Urbanize Atlanta. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's kind All right. Of, it's cool. A little better, I guess. All right. Cool. I, I, you know, I want, to, I want to make sure we're saying it right. I, either I always, way, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Either hey, as long as long as they pay you, right? Exactly. That's what's important, right? Well, uh, Josh, thanks for thanks for taking some time today. Uh, tell me, tell me first. Uh, I'm going to ask you to tell me first a little bit about. What urbanized Atlanta is, and then we're gonna I want to talk a little bit about your your background a little bit. What what brought you there? So, first first question is what what is organized urbanized Atlanta? Uh, urbanized Atlanta, we we focus on basically the the built environment, the physical evolution uh, of Atlanta and other cities. It's part of a, a family, a, a, a small network of uh, cities focused on the same thing around the country. Actually, now in Canada, uh, Toronto, urbanized Toronto. Uh, is up and going. They're doing some really amazing things up there. If you think Atlanta is booming, you should check out what's going on in Toronto. It's wild. Uh, but we focus on uh, architecture, development, real estate, transportation, uh, just kind of the evolution of this fascinating city. And uh, in my opinion, there's there's really no better place or, or very few better places to be doing this than Atlanta, Georgia right now. Um, as so many things are coming together and they're knitting the city together in fascinating ways. And, it, you know, it's changing for better or worse pretty much faster than any time. Maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe reconstruction, you know, urbanized reconstruction would have been a, a good time to, to get this going, I guess. But uh, other, than, other than that, right now, there's this kind of this decade post-recession um, has been just, you know, fascinating. It's, you know, the, the advent of the Beltline and, so many neighborhoods are, are, I mean, look at Midtown. It's just, you know, unrecognizable from, from what it was a decade ago when it was, you know, parking lots right. lower and, you know, you know, it's kind of soul sucking, uh, bad land use one block after the next. So that's what we're kind of focusing on, giving people, uh, a place to come and see what's, what's going on specifically in that realm. Um, and also, um, have a, a really vibrant, fun, uh, informed, so far well behaved, comments section where people <laughs> where people can uh not getting back into raucous yet not yet i mean this, this all springs from the the ashes of curbed atlanta uh which i ran for uh something like eight years um and was axed at the beginning of the pandemic um but i'm just trying to carry some of the same kind of attitude and spirit and vibe and passion you know just love for the city that was there that worked for curbed over to urbanize and um, the the comments over there at Curb, they they were uh, a little more uh, unruly, a little more wild west, a little a little raunchier at some points, you know. But but what, uh, so so what 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 topics did they get upset about? Uh, before or now? Well, e- either way. What what what? I guess what 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 ticks people off? What 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 gets their what gets them like? Hey, I can't believe you said that. You wrote about that. Uh, if you put the words "high speed rail" basically in a headline, it's, it's like a guaranteed, <laughs> like a guaranteed fifty comments. It seems like, um, 
you know, I mean, we're not, not doing that as a, some sort of gimmick to get people to, to talk about it. Right. That, that's, that's a huge thing. Just anything involving uh, the Georgia Department of Transportation, basically, people, uh, you know, just anything involving a, a road widening project, you know, that, that yeah. basically yeah, caters right. strictly to vehicles, which isn't the future of this place, you know, that's, that justifiably gets people going. Um, it, topics involving gentrification, uh, it's always something that's going to get people talking. Um, and then just off the wall topics, uh, anything involving a Chick fil A is going to get like a legion. <laughs> madness talking about it uh, no matter where it is uh, as long as it's in an interesting place right uh, right, right so so when you talk about atlanta what how do you what's your definition of atlanta how far out do you go oh it's uh i mean metro atlanta there, there's no there's zero reason why we shouldn't focus on the fascinating things that are happening in all these satellite downtowns around atlanta i mean look at alpharetta or you know, Stone Mountain Village is really coming to life in a cool way. Uh, to Douglasville to uh, Roswell. I mean, Atlanta, Metro Atlanta is blessed with such a uh, wealth and variety of amazing suburban satellite downtowns that are also, you know, urbanizing in their own little ways. So we focus on that. Um, even have gone as far as, um, you know, I took a trip to Savannah and took a lot of photos and stuff of just of, of cool things that are happening in in their urban environment, Athens, even Blue Ridge. So, but that's, that's very rare. You, usually it's right in the core, you know, ITP, basically 99% of the coverage. Kind of that dozen or so 15 county metro with, with, I guess, I guess depending on who you talk to, it's either, you know, seven or eight counties or 20, right? Yeah. It's, which is bizarre because <laughs> some of those tallies, they don't count Hall County, you know, and, which is a county of 250,000 people, yada, yada. Right. To just exclude it from the, the count of Metro Atlanta seems illogical as if that would have, as if that county would exist without Atlanta in some way. But, uh, yeah. So kind of that, that main core of, I mean, 18 counties or whatever it is, 15. So how do you, I mean, there's, it seems like there's a couple of other, I guess, publications that, that kind of cover this topic sort of, you know, like, I won't name them because this is your podcast, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh. but how do you differentiate your coverage versus what some other, you know, development or different kind of publications might be doing? What, what, what is, what's different about what urban, how urbanized covers it versus what somebody else might be writing? What I've always liked to do and, and, uh, it's hard to do and it takes a lot of time, but it's, you know, it's really fun, but it's personally fulfilling. I mean, get out and physically explore the city, you know, Go on tours. Uh, I'm an avid bike rider. Um, I try to get out and just kind of worm myself into places where other people might not take the time to go and do it. And um, there, I mean, there's plenty of news to go around. A place like this. it's it's a it's a city built on growth, you know, and it always pretty much has been. And there's there's few signs of suggesting that's going to stop. So there's plenty of news to go around. I'm, I'm friendly with pretty much everybody else. I mean, people running these other publications are, are friends who come, you know, book launch parties, my, my, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, housewarming party and stuff like that. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, differentiating, um, yeah, just kind of a, a different take sometimes and, you know, splash a little humor in there. Uh, the other publications, you know, might, might find inappropriate or whatever. I, I mean, it's 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 just a means of differentiating what you're doing. Give it a little attitude, a little you know, um, 
you know, little personality sometimes. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's kind of what makes a publication, I think, kind of more more fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when there's a little, I don't know, I don't want to say a little zing to it or a little snark to it, but just something, you know, a little a little personality, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I mean, when I see that our, our homepage, which we have a, a really fantastic audience that goes just directly to the homepage, which kind of is different than a lot of online publications these days. People, people get there via Facebook or they get there via the newsletter. Sure. Uh, we're fortunate that a lot of people just go to the homepage to see what's going on, see what people are talking about, which is fantastic. I love it. Um, but when I see that the homepage gets to be just kind of a, you know, a, a parade of renderings or a parade of uh, architecture stuff, you know, I'm like, let's, let's, let's find something that's a little bit off the wall, you know, um, and, and throw that in there for a little variety. So what, you know, kind of looking at, at some of the projects that are happening around town, what, what are one or two of the ones that you look at and think this is going to be a, a, a game, cha- game changer for this, for this city, for, for Smyrna or Decatur or Alpharetta? You know, what, what are some of the big projects that you're following that, Basically, whatever Jeff Fuqua is doing next, I mean, <laughs> can set the, the bar in terms of architectural integrity, you know, urban design. No, um, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the obvious ones, the bell, the bell line is, I mean, when, when it's, when it's finished and, and, it, you know, this loop finally comes together, it's not a world renowned success and, and, uh, you, you know, a magnet for people around the world trying to pull something off like this, I, I don't know how it can't be. I, it, it, it's, it blows my mind to think of what the Beltline is going to be in 10 years in terms of connectivity. Um, you know, how, you know, a kid in living in West End could have a job at Pont City Market, you know, or, or anywhere, you know, and just th- would barely need to have, a, uh, you know, a motorized transportation system at all, you know, it could just, ride a bike over there. It's going to unlock the city for everybody. That's obvious one. Um, to see what happens with underground Atlanta is going to be fascinating, you know, over the next, uh, however many years, but the, the kind of underground, uh, artistic, um, kind of gritty, uh, ethos that's, that's coming out of there is, is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, I mean, I, I grew up in Atlanta where underground was like a huge thing and you know, bars, restaurants, music, I mean, it was, it was huge in the, I don't know, late eighties, early nineties. And then, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's kind of sad to see what, you know, where, where it went, but you know, the new owners seem finally to be on a track to make it relevant again, I guess, but in a different way, not, which yeah, is exactly. good. They're not doing the same thing that was done before, or there's been other places they're doing, trying to do something, something different. So for the <laughs> belt line is, is the next step. I mean, the, the connection, the final connection is that, is that, that Northwest, section set the last piece yeah 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 and then so so the is the idea that there would be some sort of uh not light rail but like a trolley kind of something going all the way around is that is that the thought that's the ultimate vision i mean it's going to take a very very long time and a lot of money to make that happen um with with the first section of that that's proposed on the east side trail the the madly popular east side trail um (laughs) I just turned in a 4,000 word story to Atlanta magazine. Um, that's going to be coming out in, in, uh, the February edition about the controversy, uh, uh regarding, um, the, the, the streetcar extension proposal on the East Side Trail. And 
just kind of really diving in deep on both sides and, and, and talking about how, why people are fighting this now, why they think it's a terrible thing and why, you know, the, the powerful contingent on the other side says that this is the very DNA of what the, the, the line was supposed to be. Um, so that's fascinating. But so, so, I mean, even just, just that, that's going to be what, like a, you know, maybe, maybe a mile and change on the belt line itself. And that's not even going to be the first passenger best case scenario is not going to step on that until 2028. Um, and that's just a, that, that's a, you know, just a fraction of what the, the 22 right. mile loop yeah. is. So we're yeah. looping the whole thing. We're talking about something that, you know, our, our kids will be older when they see. Well, it's a, it's a fascinating case study and, you know, kind of making it accessible to everyone, not pricing out people who have lived around there for years and just a just a fascinating kind of thing to watch and as as the city tries to make sure that you know it's not just the people who are rich who can, can afford condos on the belt line right no exactly and i think there's a lot of positive strides being made to make sure we're not the next you know the san francisco of the south um <laughs> in terms of exclusivity we're gonna be that right <laughs> San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco. (laughs) For several reasons, you definitely don't want that right now. Right. Uh, Right. From what I I haven't been in a while, but uh, no, just, uh, I mean, in terms of the, the, the amount of land storage and, and, and um, accumulation that the Beltline itself is doing um, to set these pieces aside, significant pieces of property that, that where, where communities, if they do what they say they're going to do, um, communities where people can actually uh, afford to, to take part yeah. in Atlanta and live comfortably, that that's going to come together. Um, I feel like Atlanta's, Atlanta's got just such a such incredible opportunity just because we're so unbounded by, you know, rivers or state lines or other boundaries that keep us from, you know, we've got so, I feel like we've got so much room to develop and grow and expand and in a you know, theoretically in a smart way, right? Yeah, if if you look at see, there's the, there's the whole we full contingent, and I get where that comes from. You know, people are, are are fed up with being in traffic, and and there's a lot more than even there used to be ten years ago. But we're not full of people, we're not full of buildings, we're full of damn vehicles. You know, right, with with, right. with one person in the car driving trying to get somewhere, which is not uh, a viable means of transportation in this town, especially as we go forward with with you know a forecast of millions of many what <clears throat> three million more people expected to come here in, in the next couple of decades. Right. Um, it, it, you can look at some aerial photos of Atlanta today, even after so much development, and it looks like it looks like you know squarely in the middle of ITP Atlanta. It looks like a rural area, you know what I mean? It, just because it, there's 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 so much room left to grow, and and some places have been disinvested for so long. Um, we're definitely not full, and yeah, there's there's room to grow at 100. Yeah. So, and you talked about uh, the. The Atlanta Magazine story. Is there are there other topics that you want to focus on, kind of in the next couple of months? Uh, next couple of months. Um, I mean, you know, yeah, it sounds like there's no lack of of story ideas. But anything yeah, particularly just, on your radar? Yeah, well, one topic is is to grow our our team. I mean, you're you're looking at the the team of Urbanized Atlanta <laughs> right now. You're looking at the the photographer, the editor, the the fact checker, every director, everything. Of, director of HR. Yeah, yeah, HR yeah. secretary, the uh, you know the doorman, everything else. I, I, I get that. I get that a lot of people call call me and say, "Can I speak to the person in charge of your technologies or services?" Like, yeah, hold, yeah. please hold. 
Yeah, yeah, right, right. Pause office, and office, office cleaning. You know, yeah, we're we're a company that takes care of all your office plants. You know, we'd like to set you up. Was like, okay, fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Or get offered free lunches for the staff, you know. And oh, there, come, you come there you go. There you go. Better work. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So, yeah. so what? What is? <clears throat> this is always the hard question for folks: is what's something cool or fun about Josh that people might not know about? And, and we're going to talk about your book too. But what's what's, oh. the, what's the cool thing about Josh that people might not know about? Um, well, I mean, I was just going to say that the fiction thing is. I've always done that since I was a kid and just have recently finally realized, you know, milestone of having uh, my first novel published. It's my second book of fiction, but, but first novel. In fact, I was uh, pinched to do this interview because I have to, I have to go to the post office. I'm very, very blessed to have this, but all these are being sent out as copies uh, via, the, via the post office to, to people around the country who want to give them as Christmas <laughs> gifts. All right, so uh, tell us tell us the name John, of the book and what it, tell us the name of the book and what it's about. Let's show, show yeah, it. Show it. It's called it's called Secrets of Ash. Um, it's set in Atlanta in the North Georgia mountains. It's, it's about uh, two brothers who who are both flawed in, in interesting ways. And one brother, uh, a military veteran, gets in a really really bad place in North Georgia. And his older brother, um, a millionaire sports radio personality in Atlanta, uh, catches wind that his brother is in trouble and uh, is in a life or death situation and sets out to save him before it's too late. Um, and where, so where, can, where can we find copies of the book? Uh, anywhere online where it's where, where ebooks or physical books are sold. Yeah. Right now, it's I think nine dollars for the ebook and uh, maybe about seventeen bucks um, online. I, my, my whole push in, in the new year is getting it into um, local bookshops and things around town. But um, again, it, it's tough because I'm, uh, I'm also a one person marketing department sure. with it. But it, it was, uh, it, I'm also, I, uh, I found a really awesome publisher that's called the Sager Group based out of California, uh, run by Mike Sager, who is a, uh, uh, a hero of mine when he worked for, uh, he, he's a legendary writer for Rolling Stone and, and Esquire and things. And he really likes this book and likes the potential and thinks it'll make a great movie. Um, cool. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll tag it and we'll we push this out too. All right. So this is the lightning round now. So last, so this is a tricky question for you. So either the last book you read or the last podcast you listened to and, and, and the last book you read can't be your own book. How about that? No, 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 for sure. <laughs> I've read that damn thing 20 times this year. Probably. <laughs> uh, no, no, I read a book. Uh, it's by a former professor of mine uh, in, in, uh, when I, I went to the college at Indiana State University. Uh, his name is Tom Noyes, and he wrote a book. I've never read a book of historical fiction before, but I, I, I grabbed this to also show it off. It's called The Substance of Things Hoped For. It's a historical fiction book. Um, it actually, uh, traces, uh, this, uh, utopian sort of, uh, community that, that actually existed in, in upstate New York, um, where a future presidential assassin, uh, once lived with, um, a distant relative of the author, um, John, okay. John Noyes. I'll have to check that one out. Okay. So favorite, yeah. lo- what's your, what's your favorite local restaurant? Favorite local restaurant. Uh, let's go with, uh, Daddy D's barbecue. <laughs> oh, good choice. Good choice. Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite guilty pleasure. Oh, wow. I should have thought about these. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, was little... I was just talking about this actually online, dude. I, I, 
fight me, hate me, but I think Creed's first album is pretty solid. <laughs> okay. Good, you know, good. for, you know, for, uh, two live crews, uh, uh, highly questionable, uh, famous album, uh, nasty as they want to be, I believe it is classic. Good, good, good. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite local getaway place, place you like to go? Um, the, uh, I was a big fan of the, the unbuilt sections of the Beltline, especially on the South side. Um, the very kind of rural feel right within the city. It's fortunately most of them are being, or a significant part of it's being actually built as the Beltline right now, but, uh, that's good. Lowell Water Park is awesome. Um, over by Emory. Yeah. Yep. All right. And the uh, favorite non-work hobby? Um, I've always liked riding a bicycle. You know, I've got, uh, fortunately I have, uh, a decent sized little garage here and I've got four of them right now for just different, um, settings, you know, wherever I'm going to go around, around town, mountain bikes. And ma- mountain or street biking? Both, absolutely both. both. Okay. Yeah, hardtail, softtail, mountain biking, and um, uh, road bike. I got a, a fun road bike too. Um, yeah, we're blessed with a, a, an unbelievable resource in the North Georgia Mountains for for mountain biking, which I've been able to kind of branch off and do a little bit of. Yeah, and great and great trail biking. You know, just kind of if you want, you know, Silver Comet. You know, those kind of trails too. Those are those are awesome exactly. all, around, all around North Georgia. Yeah, path um, is amazing. We'll all right, down. so let's see. I want to. I'm going to want to say this again. Mention again that if folks want to try find Urbanize Atlanta, where do they where do they go to find that? Um, just uh, Urbanize uh, Urbanize. What is it? Urbanizeatl.city. I never type it. Yes, uh, Atlanta.urbanize.city. <laughs> you know, you never type in the actual address. Yeah, Atlanta.urbanize.city, or just Google Urbanize Atlanta with a Z. Okay. Um. Yeah, things are going good, man. It's, I mean, with one employee and, you know, it's not yet even three years old, but there's a lot of months. Last I checked where we're flirting with, you know, a million page views every single month and um, getting up toward That's that. Awesome. Amount. Um, and hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of people reading. Um, so, and we're, uh, the business side of things is really starting to pick up. That's why I'm talking about growth. Um, so hopefully we can just make it a much better resource, much more consistent and, and uh, a deeper uh, journalism source for city of Atlanta, which Atlanta deserves really soon. Very good. And, you can, and you can add some staff, right? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you'll have more time. You to actually write. get back to sleeping. <laughs> and you, and yeah, you, you got more time to write the screenplay for your book, right? <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. We've been talking with Josh Green, who is with uh, Urbanized Atlanta and, uh, Josh, thanks for thanks for catching up. It's been it's been great. And uh, uh, of course, if you want to listen to this podcast or others, just look on YouTube for the video format. Look on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatnot for the audio version. And uh, if you're looking for our Atlanta Media Database, go to leftsatlantamedia.com and subscribe there. And Josh, I'm going to give you the the last word. What did I forget to ask you? Uh you did a fantastic bang up job, Mitch. Uh, appreciate you letting me uh, bandy about copies of the book and that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been a dream, and, and people are reacting very well to this book. Atlanta Magazine is getting ready to actually go f- a story on this book, and uh, I just had a great interview with uh, a writer I don't know, but she's great, Rachel, at a coffee shop in Decatur, and uh, she she tore through it in two days and had a lot of great things to say. Amazing, awesome. I love it. 
Awesome. Well, hey, I, right, you know, I, I have a book in my head and I just I have have not gotten to it yet. So I'm always impressed when folks actually get the book out of their head and into paper. So don't give up, it. man. Okay. Just don't give up. So some of the things in my book, I can't I can't write till I retire. Right? I'll piss people off. <laughs> ah. I'm intrigued. I yeah, do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right, Josh. Thank you so much. All right. See you guys later. 